Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Lady, Lady Journey. Journey. Um, how are you, Sarah? I'm doing good. We were just talking about I've um, Joe's been away, so I've been um, binging TV shows. Oh, love it! And I watched the uh, I guess it's Stranger in the Family based on that Netflix doc, uh, Stolen in Plain Sight. I think it was something like that. Kidnapped in Plain Sight. Yeah, where the, it's it's two Mormon families and one of the guys in the other Mormon family. It forms an obsession with the 12 year old daughter yes, Jan and he's just effortlessly molesting her in <laughs> front of everybody and they don't do anything so now I'm watching the dramatic tell all like yes the retell of it the fictional and so they're putting in the details that you don't see and I know it's this story is very tragic, but the way that this family is so stupid. They're really naive. I remember thinking really that naive. in the, in That's the documentary where they're like, well, why would... I know, especially in the 80s, too, where it was just like so many things were shoved under the rug and like nothing was talked about. I know. Oh, well, and also it has the um, background of like the Mormon church where you could tell all your secrets and then you would you could do the most heinous acts and they were like, I thought we were doing the Lord's work right. by keeping this... Right pedophile is secret yeah. in the church no nobody needed to know <laughs> but like the way that this show is portrayed it almost is a comedy where they're like the fbi is like this by no means can you have any contact with this man and then cut to the wife in the woods having sex with him <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, w I do want to watch that. I feel like it gets like a little, it ruins it for me because then they always have the documentary and then they fictionalize it immediately. It's like, it's happened with like Dirty John. It's happened with um, the uh, the one where the girl kills her mother because of the Munchausen by proxy. Yes. Mommy dead and dearest. And it's like, I already know the story. You already know the story. It is fun to have it played out. And performance because they do art under artistic license it uh you it's more dramatic or yes, whatever or like true. or you know it's weirder but this you know what they started it off as the actual woman Jan mm -hmm. as an adult before they start playing the series she's like here's a story based on my life these were all true events and you're like it's I find it so freaking bizarre that she is introducing the show yeah what a weird take it, it seemed uh oh excuse me that's my birth control alarm <laughs> as we all know it goes it's time it's time uh, well i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait i'm not gonna do it right now okay out of professionalism <laughs> um although we've we've been on the same podcast together when you've taken your birth control yes it goes off at that i don't think ever aired oh what podcast was that justin silver's Oh my gosh! We okay. We'll that do was a, a nightmare. We'll, we're doing a Patreon of the tell-all of Taste Buddies, Taste Buds. Oh yeah, let's do one of Justin Silver's. And we we'll do one of Justin Silver's. And one. An, and another guy who we don't know, <laughs> an, <laughs> an obscure man <laughs> who made us uncomfortable. Frankly, it was so bizarre. So we'll give you the details on that. It never aired, so you'll hopefully never see this thank, podcast. And thank God it never did. I know. Um. Anyway, love Justin. Anyway, <laughs> yes, great. Sorry. Um, oh yeah. So I just like it was really bizarre for this woman to be there, being like, 
And here I am cashing in on my tragedy. Yeah, that's a very strange. I know they always like frame it in a certain way. Now, the one that I actually did like was Candy on Hulu starring Jessica Biel. Oh, the wigs alone. Oh, for the wigs alone. The wigs were so fantastic. Um, And I like anything in the 70s, early 80s is a fun time period. Such a vibe. Um, that I, one was uh, one that you hadn't seen recently in a documentary so you were like oh okay you really get the feel of the drama of it yes I had to do a lot of uh while I'm watching it research to be like because I didn't know anything of the story yeah nor and I grew up in Texas I think it did happen in Texas it right? did yeah didn't remember that I remember the not that this happened in Texas but the floor but everybody remembers Adams that little boy Adam whose dad ended up doing America's Most Wanted Adam Walsh oh I don't remember that Oh, that was a big one. Like, it's really sad. They found his body in, like, a ditch, decapitated. But the oh, mo- they found oh. out through the investigation, even though it had nothing to do with murder. But the mom, I think, was having an affair. And that's why she was a little neglectful of her son. Oh, well, we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How do you make your friend Judy feel better about that? Yeah, like, sorry. Judy, this happens to everybody. You have to get out there and live your life. <laughs> You're a mom, yes, but you're still a woman. <laughs> you need your needs fulfilled. <gasps> and oh. then her husband is like dedicated his life to catching like fugitives. Wow. He does. But did they find out who did that to the guy? I am not sure. That's actually a really good point. Yeah, um, that, that's an interesting one to look into. That is an interesting. But it is. You know, what's really weird is I'm actually what's happening is that what I've noticed is that a lot of these shows and like. These are actually lifetime movies. Yes, it is. With better actors or more well-known actors. Yes, they. it it is like a trend, especially on like Netflix, for example, where they're just like kind of cranking out low budget stuff almost where it's like the writing, it's already there. Like the story's happened. Yeah. Just put the dialogue in and like, let's go. Yeah. It's easy. And it, it is funny too, like in your life, you may actually have gone into the twilight zone but it's a lifetime original movie (laughs) it's like the twilight zone but you're like oh my god i'm attracted to my yoga teacher (laughs) and he seems abusive yeah it's always like these people that are highly manipulative and charismatic and you're like well surely i wouldn't fall into that trap yeah and then you think back to like two boyfriends ago and you're like no I know uh, when I'm watching this I'm like you know what it does feel like these people are stupid but as you said I think they were just so naive like never had parents telling them the dark side of the world never lived in New York well I mean I feel like when you're in New York you get you get like your innocence ripped away from you like immediately like Absolutely. I, I was just in Los Angeles and I was actually taken aback by how kind and friendly people were in like a service context. Like there was several times where I was in line and the line was like uh, out the door down yeah. the block and people are like, God, this line, it's so long. And then you get to the front and the, the person helping you is like, what? And how are you doing? And the person who's getting help just like, well, you wouldn't believe what happened to me today. And it's yeah. like, well, I wonder why i wonder why the line is so long because we're all having a 30 minute therapy session where we're just and you know what happened to me when i was five i was like just taken aback to the point 
that I realize, oh, it's me. Because in New York, it's like, yes, the person that is helping me right now actively hates me. I know that and I'm fine with it. Yeah. And we keep it short and curt. Yes. Court, like, it's kind of like, uh, I don't like you. You don't like me. Let's get this transaction yes. going. And <laughs> We both hate each other. But if there's an emergency, I will call 911 for you. But I will complain about it later. <laughs> Yes, I'm here for you, but please don't take advantage of me. Oh, my God. I was in line the other day at the, the grocery store down the street from me, and there was a lady, older lady in front of me, and the way that she was taking the register woman's actions was so insane to me. She was taking everything as a personal attack. Wow. And she was like, that's enough from you. Like, she was being like, I know, I can tell what you're wanting to do right now. And I do not like it, lady. And wow. this lady was just doing her job. Oh, see, that's why everyone in New York, you just deal with so much abuse. Yeah. That, like, you would never be like, hi, how are you? Because then, like, that person's cornering you, like, um, well, bad. <laughs> and let, and now here's the next four hours of your life gone. No, there's a woman in our neighborhood. And I don't know if you've been here enough. She always is sitting at the bodega tables outside mm -hmm. and I see her all the time and she hangs out in there for hours on end and she's <laughs> in there for several times and I never make eye contact with her <laughs> because I do not want to get involved in no. her neighborhood gossip no but I feel like she hates me because I don't give her the time of the day yeah it's so yeah. toxic it's so toxic but see I, and that's why I'd rather just have that like okay I get it I know what you're about, and I'm just going to cut you off. When in L.A., people are like, hi, well, how are you? You're like, I'm not, I won't be in your cult, madam. I'm, I know what you're up to. Yeah, you're a scam artist. <laughs> I, I don't want to be in your film, quote, unquote. You know, it's like at least here, people are just like openly psychotic. You know, yeah. in, in Los Angeles, it's just like camouflaged under like, I love serving you coffee. And you're like, <laughs> do you? Was this your dream? Because this interaction took 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a nightmare. We got to get to shit. It's so annoying. Speaking of getting to shit. Getting to shit. Well, we have lady journeys to we get have, to. We have some lady journeys. I just went on the most incredible trip of my life. We've done two travel episodes back to back now. The last one was, of course, coming to New York and, you know, our, our recommendations. But this is something that I, this could not wait. Okay. I went on the most amazing long weekend trip I would recommend this it's this is so lady journey okay I I would say if I had a bachelorette party absolutely I would have it in this town it's called Fort Collins Colorado okay it's about an hour north of Denver I went there obviously I was working the comedy club comedy fort check it out if you're there my friend David Rodriguez is the owner my friend um we did JFL together um I think I'm gonna be there May 12th you okay so lady I'm, journey is in that area i am telling you everywhere to go this the the comedy club itself is incredible david's a really awesome guy he basically built this club from scratch so if you're a comedy fan this is a destination for you if you're both a comedy fan and a lady journeyer because the town is utterly incredible now let me say this first because i've been to denver several times have you ever experienced like the altitude do you get altitude sickness when you go to denver no, I, the only kind of altitude sickness that I got was in Ecuador and I forgot the Quito. Oh, that's really high, I think. And it wasn't necessarily sickness. I got, I would probably consider it vertigo. Okay. Where it just felt like earthquakes were lightly happening. Like uh, the yeah. earth was moving <laughs> underneath kind of me. It's yeah. Kind of fun. Like, oh, 
powerful. There we go. There we go. I um well I always do get altitude sickness, which is the only reason I would say if you are a person that is subject to this, maybe consider drinking a ton of water because there there really is no way around it, and it's so annoying when you have to perform when you're because this is what happens to me. I get your body is basically literally getting deprived of oxygen. So it's like you go down like a couple points in smartness. Yeah. Or it's like you actually do like, it's annoying and you're kind of confused, you know, but it's kind of fun in a way because you're like, I guess this is what I would be like if I was stupid. (laughs) You know, like I left the Airbnb. I didn't take the keys. I'm out at the grocery store. I don't know where I am. I don't know the address that I came from. My phone is dead. You're just like, what is happening to me? What is happening? I'm just lightly stupid. And I'm kind of like, man, I'm not worried. I'm not (laughs) overthinking anything in my life because I don't have the brain width for that. Yeah. You're like, this is really nice. You're like Charlie for uh, flowers for Algernon. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But people are like, hey, so like, when'd you get in? I'm just like, "Mm, okay. I've always (laughs) been here. So it is annoying. I get I get headaches. I get insomnia. I get the general like stupidity. Like it's happened to me before where I've actually been on stage in a high altitude and forgotten forgotten what joke comes next in my act, which is something that I never thought that would happen to me. You know, especially like when this is before the pandemic when I was working like every single night. This is good to know because I'm going to use altitude sickness for every excuse that I have when I'm there. <laughs> I am altitude sickness. <laughs> oh, I was, ye- I was milking it. I was like, who's feeling ill? Is that me? <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, guys. I don't know my act. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, you do, if you think that you're predisposed to get it, this is what you do. You pound water the second you get off the plane, which to me, I do not like that. I don't like water. I don't <laughs> like it. I know. I almost like think I'm dehydrated every single day, but I'm just like, I don't feel like drinking. I don't want to drink yeah. water. I, I don't want to be wet in my throat area right now. I only love water when my body really, really needs it. So at the last possible minute. Yeah. Like in summer or like when I'm really yeah. hot or like even, even when I drink water now, I have to like bribe myself by, I put a little coconut water in yeah. it, you know? I got these like, they're called liquid IV, although... If you guys work at Liquid IV, stop sending us powders. We cannot keep up with the amount of powders that you send us. Or send them to Lady Journey. Send them to Lady Journey because they sent us a bag and I threw it right in the trash again. This oh my is gosh. the second time I've done this. I'll take some from you though. Okay. Because yeah. we're going to Denver again in next week. I can give you, I have so many packages of this. Yeah. And they last forever because I only use half a package bef- between for each water bottle. Oh, you're so dainty. I, I know. Put, I've it's dumped the whole thing too in there. Much. <laughs> too much hydration well uh, those would definitely help i pounded water i pounded coconut water and i also drank an entire box of the tulsi sweet rose tea which is Mm. my new favorite tea it is so delicious it even says it on the box it says it's stress relieving and magical i said okay i'm listening (laughs) we'll see about that you have my attention yeah (laughs) so i pounded water so it was basically the the day that i got there and then the following entire next day i was completely out of it but day three i woke up i was a new woman so you have to just be prepared like 
One thing I would recommend if you're going to fly through Denver, which you should. I like their airport is so far away yeah. from Denver, but I love there. the train ride into the city. Oh, it's you feel it's like, like you're on Westworld train. It does. To me, yeah, I felt like I was doing the Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, the West is so unique and new to me that I really only started going to Denver about four years ago yeah um because they have an amazing comedy scene so I was going out to do shows and I had never really been to that part of the country before and it's so barren and beautiful and like cowboyish and just interesting I think that's where I want to retire is in the west or live in desert or mountainy or like boulder just be like very at peace mountain person (laughs) yes nomad land writing my books oh oh my gosh my (laughs) novels well, um, speaking of um, speaking, I'm gonna put my phone on silent here because it is Mine's buzzing. Vibrating. Well, we got I, Katie and I got a makeup artist, and I'm excited about it. Um, yes, we we got a makeup artist as part of our glow up, and um, okay, sorry about that. Uh, so, <laughs> no. going into Fort Collins, Colorado, I have to say, like, you actually do feel like you are in a Lifetime original movie because it's a gorgeous mm. town. Like, you're staying in. I, I don't want to blow up the. Um, and you're the big New York girl that's you're the, got a career. Oh, my God. And it's like, should I stay here and open a crystal shop? Do I start <laughs> dating a ranch hand? And they put you in this Airbnb that's, like, very – I don't want to blow it up by saying, like, where it is, but it's a renovated loft is it space. In, you're talking about Denver, right? In um, Fort Collins. Oh, Fort Foco. Collins. Because I've stayed in the one for Comedy Works, and that's amazing. Oh, that's a very cool one. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Me and Mike are going there in a couple of weeks, so we're going to have fun. Yeah. We're going to have fun in there. Um, but I did, unfortunately, get um, uh, pityriasis from that Airbnb, I think, which is a skin rash. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoopsie. So <laughs> just watch out if you go there. That one has the bo- barn door on the bathroom. Which yes. Is my go-to gag. It's kind of fun. Oh, a moo. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, having to go to the restroom so bad and then having to push a big barn door yeah. where I'm just squeezing out all my <gasps> Pee. internal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so Fort Collins. So, yeah. So the Airbnb, you go. It's incredible. It was this gorgeous space, totally renovated. It was, like, a old space from the 70s which made me feel Mm. so cool and like I had just moved in that's my favorite decor era and it's also a little bit of the 50s because everything's secular 20 years later interior design it's like that mustard orange and colors are like cozy to me it's so lamp lighting funkadelic yeah Yeah. owls owls absolutely yarn ceramic animals any kind of like brown ceramic (laughs) creature very uh mushroom yes uh whatever uh mushroom yeah, psychedelic yeah heavy decor yeah. mushroom knickknacks absolutely and i loved it i loved it of course i loved it until like the second i was going to sleep and then i was like i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how i always feel about airbnbs i'm kind of done with them to the point where i'm just going to hotels now because i i I'm just with get you on that so one. scared that there's a man living in the closet and, and he's gonna come out that the owner has a key and i don't know his background is criminal background yeah. I don't know if there is surveillance camera but I was editing our podcast last night of episode 201 and we did talk about the feminine the female um that we think we're always being stalked <laughs> <laughs> I know I like look in the mirror I'm like ugh, I'm a three but then I somehow I'm like a man is following me and he's obsessed with me 
that's when my that's when my confidence goes through the roof when I think a man might be obsessed with me so much that he wants to kill me absolutely but I do feel like um we are in that area that we will attract that guy because they realize they can't get the tens. <laughs> we seem attainable murderers. <laughs> so we're in the danger zone. It's true. It is true. Yeah. Well, I have no corroboration for that, but I like <laughs> to think that it's we're on the right track. It's here. a scientific theory that I have not even remotely studied, <laughs> but I just throw it out there. So Fort Collins, now this is why this is why it is the ultimate lady journey destination, okay. okay? So once you get past the altitude, once you get past the Airbnb um, being slightly scary but mostly fun, this has, uh, I would go for the shopping. This has everything that lady journey, it, it was almost like I was in a land of all the things that we have ever spoken about on lady journey. The first thing I did when I got there, I... Maybe this is where we should do Lady Journey Festival. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This is the town for the Lady Journey Festival. Okay. Absolutely. Now, immediately, I spent $85 on spices. (laughs) I spent so much money on spices Do you think that's part of the altitude sickness? Yeah. (laughs) Well, there was two... This was part of it, because there were two competing spice stores in the town on the same block, which I said, if this town Mm. supports two spice stores... I want to be here. There's money coming in. Yeah. Well, I went into the first spice store. I got some spices, which I'm not going to say as a gift for someone in my family. I don't want to say what they were, but I was going to the first spice store. I looked online and they didn't have the spices. And then I felt bad, you know, to go immediately to the other spice store. So I just spent a lot of money on spices that I didn't need. I've done... I've bought stuff in stores out of guilt for the store Utter owner. guilt. Yeah. Where I'm like, I well, I'm sorry I don't want those, but I guess I'm anything the, you want to get rid of. I'm the only one in here, and I feel sad for your little store. Yeah. Yeah, and she was a kind woman, and, and <laughs> looking at me like, you know, you know when you go into a store and people are like, hi, how are you? I know. Hi. <laughs> what, what what's your name and you're like okay let me Carol. get everything from the back and show you how it works yeah taking me around giving me a tour of every blend <laughs> like, well i guess i have to buy your whole inventory Just, now. <laughs> yeah put it on my credit card <laughs> i did buy a black garlic salt uh mix mm. that cost 17 dollars <laughs> <laughs> and came i mean it's like in a it's not a huge jar but I, I didn't even look at the price because I just wanted to get the fuck out of there and then I did get so that I don't remember which spice shop that one was but I did get I got a couple blends there and then I went to the other sh- spice shop I got a few blends there yeah got some really good stuff that I'm utterly enthused yeah. about using these spices um I just put a spice in my um Amazon cart Ooh, Zaytar. Have you ever heard of it? I have heard of it. And I, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it's like a mixture like uh, Grand Masala. Yeah, I think it is. It's kind of more like a Middle Eastern blend, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh I God. I have been. Um, no, so my mom sent me this. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but my mom did send me a big article about how almost all spices are adulterated with lead. Like anything that you get at the grocery store, which is why I said, you know what? I'm here. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Information. What a fun thing to throw out at a party. Yeah. <laughs> um, so where's this, uh, where's the chili powder from? It's got lead. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing that you would bring up if you already had lead poisoning from spices. 
So I've been like, really oh, I can't eat that. I can't have that because I have light lead poisoning. <laughs> lead poisoning is like the worst too because it does just, it's like the altitude sickness in a way where it just makes you kind of slightly, slightly dumber. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, actually, maybe that's what I need. I've always wanted to call in for work sick that way because one time my apartment was getting painted and I just wanted to be like I slept with the fumes and I can't come in today because I'm slightly stupid <laughs> <laughs> I think I would kind of like to be a little dumber you know yeah. like I don't need to be reading the news no but you don't want to be dumb where you let a man come into your family and sexually assault everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe it was the lead poisoning and the spices it could be from the 70s it, it could be. Don't they suggest, I actually, maybe I'm like, did I make this up or was this something that I saw? But somebody had suggested maybe the reason why we don't have nearly as many serial killers is because we're not painting with lead anymore or doing something with I, toxic materials. Unleaded, unleaded gasoline Yeah, in the 70s when they had the leaded gas. That was a thing. I do think it was actually in the book Freakonomics. Yeah. Where in the 70s, they noticed there was a much higher instance of violent crime, but they were using leaded gasoline. And so it was kind of giving people like a slight lead poisoning, which yeah. does, it does kind of make you more stupid and more prone to like aggressive behavior. Yeah. So, so. watch out, lady ears. Watch out. <laughs> get get that lead paint out of your mouth, girls. <laughs> anyway, so Spice Stores, Little Bird Bakery, which you must go to. It's an incredible pastry. Mm. You go there for your breakfast, get a little croissant, get your latte. Loved it. Oh, they also had, of course, they had many stone shops. Okay. So we have new stone dedications. You um, brought them, right? I thought Unless we did them last we week. We did, yeah. yeah. We we've done our we've done the dedications. I did get my selenium. Oh uh, no, it was my selenite marble at a shop that was a local shop to the Fort Collins area. This shop was actually unbelievable. It was called Curiosities, and this was the place that I was mentioning mm. where I saw they had like goblets carved out of jade. Which I was like, do I need this for wine? <laughs> Should I only drink wine out of my jade goblet? I know. It's like you it, you do go into the stores there and you're like, do I'm redoing everything. Oh, we're like jade you know, everything. Jade dishes. Yeah, they had an entire set of jade dishes. Yeah. They have they also had a lot of really cool natural elements, which I don't know why you would buy like a tortoise shell. You know, I don't know that you would need to buy that as a gift for someone, but it's really cool to just go and look around and it adds to the vibe of the town. Yes. You know what I really oh. want is a, a salt lamp. Oh, yes. I don't know what it does the benefits of it but i do like the warm glow it gives i think it it puts it doesn't it ionize the air which Something. i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> throwing out a buzzword my specialty um because i know that when you go into like the salt cave at a spa it's like the ionized air is somehow good for you but yeah. i don't know it sounds like science magic <laughs> you might as well being like it's putting a good spell on you i'm like i believe it this is manifesting that's like yeah all those like skincare commercials were like each bead wraps around each follicle of hair <laughs> and massages it gently and you're like how is that happening yeah how yeah. is yeah this is not right and how do you know that you don't and have a microscope on my hair <laughs> They also had bookshops. Oh, my other coffee place, which I was obsessed with, Beansicle. 
This place you must go if you go to Fort Collins. So I stayed in like the old town part. It, they had this like beautiful walkways and it was very Colorado in a way. It's where a it's college town, right? It's a college I town. I think I've been yes. there before. Oh, really? I went to Boulder with my friend because she was going to go to school there. And we looked at it with her mom. And then I think we decided to go check out Fort Collins. Mm. But I knew deep down she didn't want to go there. Uh, yeah, Boulder is also a really gorgeous town. But I would say the difference between Boulder and Fort Collins is Boulder is like very um, upper middle class. Mm. So there's a lot of like Starbucks and and. Fort Collins, by contrast, is very more hip. It's a yeah. lot more liberal. It seems younger, too. Younger. And I don't know, you know, everything's changing all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years there's an influx of, yeah, like a lot of money coming in because people probably really, I mean, to live in this town, what a cool place to live. Well, I'm assuming that um, Colorado, with the legalization of marijuana, Mm-hmm. Um, made a shit ton of money. Oh yeah, absolutely. That I think that they're. You guys can correct me on this, but I suspect that they might have lower taxes. Oh, maybe. Kind of like Vegas or like Nevada, how they have because they make so much money from the gambling. Oh, I didn't know that. That's yeah. very interesting. I love Colorado. It's such a beautiful. It's yeah. such a beautiful place to go. I recommend everybody go. Go to Fort Collins. Go. You want to go to Denver just to check it out. You want to go to Boulder. It's a good place. You could spend a whole week there for like really for like fall vacation. Yeah. I would I recommend like, it. I've done a few a bit of hiking there. There's always great hiking. Yeah. Um I did skiing there once at Keystone. Uh, I'm not a skier. I am not a skier. I decided I don't have enough money, medical money. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't have the insurance for skiing. And it's so expensive that um, I think I'm like, I'd rather just go and hang out and enjoy the ski lifestyle without skiing. I would absolutely do that. I mean, to me, like, I would do something. I need something that's very manageable that I'm not learning a new skill on my trip. Yeah. Like snowshoeing down. Yes. Love it. I'll put I'll go for a light jog yeah. in the snow. Like, okay. Or um but yeah, I think like doing something like that where skiing it just seems so overwhelming to me that I'm like it I I, I can't have stress right now. No, your legs are like it's like having Edward scissor hands for <laughs> legs. So you're like, I don't know how to use these. This is new to me. Yes. And it I don't know how to walk. It was so I mean, I was going ninety miles per hour down the slopes not knowing how to stop that's so <laughs> horrifying to me and so many people have died in skiing accidents i know i know sunny bono i exactly natasha Jr. richardson oh my gosh yeah yeah i think um it's kind of like chess in a way remember after the queen's gambit everyone was like i'm gonna get into chess again and then you'd play it one time and you're like if i if i don't drop everything in my life and master this yeah i will never enjoy it for a second <laughs> That's my that's my fixed growth mindset. I need to have a growth mindset where you're like, enjoy the journey, but I just can't. I know. I only want to do it if, if I'm an expert. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I don't – the learning process is – horrific (laughs) (laughs) I know it's like putting in the hours to learn skiing so I can (laughs) convince people that I came from a wealthy family that's why people you really do have to kind of come from like a skiing family well yes you do I feel like you do this that sounded like something that will trigger people on the internet (laughs) to to come after me but that is my brutal take (laughs) my brutal horrific take is that learning skiing as an adult, not fun. No. It's not fun. I do agree with you. It has to be taught early. It has to be taught early. But but I would 
I have always kind of had a fantasy of going to the lodge, you know, spending the time outside, doing a little snowshoeing, and then mostly going to the spa and, like, having a glass of wine by the fire. Yes, or just watching TV with tons of blankets on me oh, in a fireplace. Yeah, blankies. Well, I do kind of always get that vibe when I do, like, my Indiana Christmas, you mm-hmm. know, get back home again in Indiana mm. for Christmas, and it's fun and cozy and very hygge. That's what I want, because I'm trying to, I'm redecorating my bedroom to make it, like a cozy <gasps> camp cabin. Oh, I love that. And I've been doing I've been doing my hygge practices at home now that it's fully fully autumn and last night I did leave a candle burning. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Whoopsie daisies. Oh well. well. No, I know we, uh, that's my fear instilled in me by my parents. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to have candles. I wish my parents had instilled that fear into me. It was not <laughs> something that we covered. My yeah, any I ha- remember I got remember those candles that when you uh, it was a little ball and they had so many different colors. And, and oh, yeah, it was big in the nineties. I loved my mom has one still, and we just burn it a tiny bit on special occasions <laughs> because it's so gorgeous. It's like purple and teal uh, yes. and maroon. They oh. were so big and like gifts, and I got one, and I didn't think I needed to tell my parents because it's just a wax ball and yeah. I remember had it lit and my dad like fucking freaked out <gasps> well I think dad. he's like knowing that a 13 year old 14 year old girl is just not going to be responsible with fire yeah. yeah yeah and those like the candle that you I do leave them you forget well you you forget and I've especially if you just get in the habit of um, just burning candles every night, you know, around dinner time, which is kind of what I was doing. And then I had one of my little helpers, which are the weed mints that I yeah. got in Los Angeles. Just they're just two milligrams. Oh, it is the most it's the least high I've ever been. But it's just very but lightly relaxed. It's like a it's like a Xanax, actually. Yeah. It's like a legal Xanax in some states. Yes. Which Xanax is legal, but you have to have a prescription and, you know, go through that whole thing. But, but you can do a little edibles or cbd oil little edible. i don't know that's a thing cbd i feel does nothing but i still enjoy it <laughs> i feel like i'm spoiling myself i used like to drop a little bit in my tea at night when it's colder <sighs> and i did feel like it put me in a lightly not a drug state but a sleepy like i'm relaxed and can go this to bed is my, yeah it's almost a placebo anyway of I like just being like what it is i love myself and i'm showing yes. it with this dropper but now i do tylenol pms oh ooh, that'll put you right out <laughs> Oh, God, you get a good night's sleep on that one. Oh, my God. I I almost I call them PM parties. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost do it every other day. I do. I think I should stop. I Is do, that a drug problem? No, I don't think it's a drug problem, but I do take melatonin pretty frequently. And I start to notice, I think that I get emotionally addicted to it where I I lose the ability to self-soothe yes. myself into sleep. And I had a thing. It was about five years ago where I was taking melatonin every single night for a long time. And, and instead of me, like, actually doing the work on myself to be like, I need to put myself in a relaxed state. I need to decompress from the day. I need to probably rest more and not be like having six cups of coffee the second I wake up. I Instead of actually doing that, I was just popping, you know, I was just getting over caffeine yeah. and just popping those to compensate. And I think like, you know, sometimes you just need to do that. It's a season in your life where that's just what you're doing, but it's good to just know what's happening. Uh, yes, because there are times where I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to try to go natural tonight. I don't really need to do anything the next day. Yeah. So, as you said, learn to self 
soothe self-soothing yourself and I can't you actually should not take melatonin every night if you have birth control I know I've said that on this podcast before but Mm. I so I try to be careful with that one because it can mess the it it has something to do with the hormones it melatonin releases serotonin oh I didn't know that yeah good to know that's why if you are prone to depression they speculate sometimes which I've also heard that this is utter complete bullshit but if you're prone to depression there's a speculation that you have a serotonin you're like depleted serotonin that's why they say like you need turkey because the tryptophan has the whatever thing in it yeah or having more animal protein Mm. can help your body produce more but you it can make it hard for you to fall asleep if you don't have the serotonin i know what is it i just feel like in my adult years i cannot go to sleep yeah, I think it's also like I just have raging anxiety the second I like close my eyes where it's like, oh, my God, Mike's birthday party. I need to get a cake now. And it's like, OK, this is not the time to be thinking about that. You're like, you had all day to think about this and you're choosing it now. I have raging anxiety. And then also, like, I think in general, a lot of us, if you're a woman who is in a career and you're just like trying to exist in the world I think you're just chronically exhausted and then you end up overcompensating with these coping strategies yeah and then which is you're not lady journey which is lady journey (laughs) you overcompensate with all these coping strategies and you don't actually give yourself the rest that you need and that puts you in like a kind of friend frenetic state that makes it hard to go to sleep nothing's ever done yeah but you could just it's fine everything's fine everything's fine take a little pill take a little time on pm um shall we go into texting etiquette this is a little shorter journey but this is a shorter journey and i i have to say i've had several interactions one time in a work scenario i texted my boss texted me directions or she wanted me to do something and i texted back and i thought i was texting back in a formal tone or like Mm. business and she got so upset with me Oh, wow. I think she actually was a, a slight crazy person, too. Yeah. Texting lends itself to, you know, there's so much of a way that it can just be misinterpreted so easily. Yeah. And it was weird because, like, I've heard women in the workplace say that they've had to worry, uh, really work on how they deliver information through email and text. And I learned through that um, incident that I had with her that I need to send everything with emojis to soften the blow. <laughs> and I didn't really Hello, think I was smiley. giving her. I know. Yeah. And it seems so psychotic and juvenile to be like, I have to give a winky face after every <sighs> addressing <Yes>. every <laughs> um, thing that she tells me. Like, I think I was like, sure, got it. And instead it was like, um, you, you're, you need to respond in a lot warmer tone. Wow. I know. I feel Wild. like my own mental illness is that like if I am sent a text that is it that does seem like very cut and dry that I actually interpret it as that. Yes. And, and I have been really trying to be more conscious of it lately because I also feel the need to overcompensate with my people pleasing. Like when I'm sending a text, I am putting like 17 exclamation marks. A- and it's like, that's not necessary. And it's also weird. It is weird. And I have a huge problem with it. And it's really weird. And I don't know if it's in the female world. Yeah. It's like, it's also like, it comes out like you're shouting, like, Hope you had a great week. (laughs) 
know, it's like, that's not normal. I know. You're like, why can't I respond in a straightforward way and that you know that it's, read it in my tone. Like, I don't really feel like I give off a cold tone, although I know I have a bitch face. (laughs) You have a bitch text. (laughs) I have a bitch text. But like, okay, so... I saw a TikTok about a guy explaining like text etiquette and I thought it was actually really helpful and I wish I could find it and do the research, but maybe I'll just share it on our Instagram if you guys want to follow. But like one of the examples at Lady Journey Podcast. Said, yes, at Lady Journey Podcast. Um, is he was talking about like three exclamation exclam exclamation marks he said is too much. Wow. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like I use three that's like my starting number. <laughs> Like me. That it comes off like a lot or whatever he said. So, and there are other, he was going to, he started a whole series about this, but I just found out um, there, you know, like we post a lot of stuff online and sometimes you get replies with emojis and I'm like, oh, I don't know what this is. And then later on you find out it's highly insulting. Oh, I know. I know like this one, I get on a lot of mine. It says women and then it's a picture, an emoji of a cup of coffee. You know what that means? What does it mean? Cringe. Cringe. Like that we just did something embarrassing and it's uh, particularly towards white women. That's really interesting because like I, I knew that it that. was something bad. I knew that it was bad because it's like I just, I get it. But it's like, why, why are we being purposefully cryptic? <laughs> Like, just say, like, you suck. You know, you don't need to, like, apply your little bro, your little bro um, enigma machine wingdings to me. I know. I'm, like, online looking up, like, Urban Dictionary to find out what insult is being thrown at me. The one I don't like personally, and I'm probably going to give a little bit of my Achilles heel on this one. Oh, yes. Is the clown face. Oh, yeah. That one's... Like, I, I haven't really uh, gotten that one too much, but I th- I think I don't I actually don't know that I've ever gotten the clown face, but it's like, you know, it's like corny. Yeah, that's that's painful as a comedian because <laughs> you kind of basically are a clown, but we're yes. just like denying it. You know, we're like, we're, I'm authentic. I'm I know. authentic. Oh laugh. Don't that's laugh a, at me. I know. It's so it is like that because like there are times I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, we're doing what we're doing as like for business and work and it generally works and is effective. But there are times where I'm like, I think we are clowns. Yeah. And then also, you know, you do have to in any artistic context, I think like a lot of what these trolls don't realize. And that's why it's like so fun for them to put like a women coffee. You're so cringy. It's like, yeah, well you have to take risks, you know, and we all have done like these risks and like open mics are on shows where it's like, yeah, I'm a safe space to not be judged out of context by something that I'm trying. And it's like, you do have to let yourself veer into corny or veer into like boring and unfunny because that's the whole nature of being creative creative yeah it always like teeters on areas but like and sometimes I feel like people are just saying this to just kind of like get at you oh absolutely it's I think always that's all it's that usually it men online but I'll get a few women that are like I think are just internal misogynists because I actually think oh, I'm sure yeah uh I- anyone that's putting out hate in a comment is fucking bonkers oh absolutely and tune into our patreon five dollars a month to hear our special episode about our taste buddies I know, we got appearance we were a heel on that show we're a bit of a heel but we'll um, be we will be going back on as but, soon as they'll have us uh, yeah i did i saw joe de rosa this weekend and i, t- I had to reiterate i was like we loved it 
We loved it, and we will be. Um, we will do anything. Yes, we're clowns. <laughs> we are clowns. Now, one thing, one one abbreviation that I had been using for YouTube, YT, is I actually realized that's white coded for white. Yeah, I'm like check out our white channel. <laughs> Check out our white women's channel, which it is. Which it, it is. is. That is our brand. We yeah. are ethnically Caucasian. <laughs> uh, and could we be even more so? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I can't deny this is my essence. <laughs> <laughs> I am Everlane. I am white jeans at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that emoji? <gasps> Where is our emoji? I know. Um, now, have you ever had somebody do this? I, I find this to be um, very uncomfortable. Like you have a, a, a white friend who um, is maybe tanner in the summer and they're, they're using the tan emoji. Yes. And you're like, and that's a no, no. We have to say that is a bit of a no, no. It's a bit of a no, no. Just embrace the fact that you like mayo. Yeah. <laughs> we all love it. And we love I raisins love and everything. In fact, I think I left a comment on a taste bud Instagram post being like this. I stand by mayo 100%. 110. I it, love it. I'll put it. Oh, a great aioli? condiment. Aioli? Oh, that's the thing. I had to bring it up because I think Sal, who's Italian, was um, shitting on mayo. And I was like, um, aioli, that's oh. Italian. Oh, my God. It's so good. I want some right now. It's I'm so good. I'm hungry. I can always tell when I get hungry because I'm like, remember bacon? <laughs> <laughs> Start going through ingredients. Well, I found, like, I replied to our makeup artist. She sent a white heart in her text and i think that's just kind of like openness and like okay gentleness yeah. um and i send her a red heart because in my mind i just think of red heart as like that's what hearts are and i just want to be like uh great looking forward to like a positive right and then i found out it's like romantic yeah i had i had felt that kind of because i have used it sometimes and i'm like i don't know it feels whorish <laughs> Using the red heart willy nilly, you only I so I do a purple heart. Yeah. So I do if you see like our Lady Journey YouTube, if it's a purple heart, that's me. Yes, I think yeah, I think I'm gonna stay away from the red hearts and stay away leave from them the for red my hearts. loved one. And then of course there's the usual emojis of like eggplants, you we, know. We There's know that one. There's a lot. All the fruit ones are seem to be sexually explicit. Yeah, cherries, peaches, and I then you've got tacos. Um. That's the female anatomy. They say just like wor- be mindful of that in your business email. But I don't really think. Too you shouldn't be putting a taco emoji on your work email. <laughs> unless you're like taco night. You know, yeah. anybody. <laughs> but I do think I do enjoy the emoji to get away from the punctuation. Because I, I have sent a couple texts since I decided. I made like a little kind of commitment to myself that I was going to stop being obviously people pleasing in my text with Same. the thousand I don't give I don't need to give you an explanation there's or, no yeah. yeah there's no 1000 exclamation marks like just being like okay but then I do think like I noticed in some interactions where I usually am like that people notice my shift in tone yeah and they're like are you mad at me I, are you mad at me now and it's yeah. like no I'm just like trying to set a boundary for the love of god i can't caretake you in my text it's too much to write this many prepositional phrases yeah yeah and it it always i find it really interesting that we had such a huge shift towards texting and away from phone calling because it's like who what reading has never been cool no reading's never been cool but somehow it's cool in this context well it's also like i sometimes i think i always think everyone's mad at me so when i'm reading a text i'm reading it in an anger tone and sometimes i have to address to myself like 
Sarah, no one is thinking like how you're thinking. Yes. I yeah, same. It's just straightforward. No you do not have to you. read emotions into any of this. So I do have yeah. to um reiterate that with myself. But yeah, yeah. these are um I there's a whole bunch and it's a list of like things. Like all the smiley faces, some of them aren't actually positive. And some of the the basic one they say that's so basic that it almost is nothing when you send it oh interesting yeah I feel like I use the basic smiley face one a lot where it's like I mean it, it almost seems like we're getting into like hieroglyphics yes. you know where we're verging on like but it's not well known what all of these are so you just need to no and I think it different have a gen z decode it exactly <laughs> and it goes from culture to cultures I bet you in different countries some things can mean different have different meanings yeah um but it is, and I, I barely use emojis. I'm not an emoji girl. I just use my, well, I'll tell you what's in my. Um, Your recents? My recents. Ooh, that's fun. Let me see what's in mine. Okay, let's see. I have my sm smiling crying face, the laughing crying, cupcake, heart face, glasses smiling, winking. I have, oh, I do have the autumn leaves, obviously. <laughs> I have the lips for some reason, and I do not remember using that. The sexual lips. And why do I have a mushroom also? <laughs> I don't, don't remember no. a lot of these. I have a baby. I don't remember that one. Um, I actually like the little man that's sleeping in his bed. <laughs> what do you use that one for? I don't know. Oh, because that's how I always feel like I see Joe in the morning. Oh, that's cute. And then I always have the heart one of that's my if I get a compliment, that's my way oh. back of being like, I feel love. Thank you. That's nice. Um, And then uh, I have the clown. I have the skull. I have the puke one and then prayer hands, which is sometimes is like, do you do that as thank God or please? Sometimes I do it as like namaste. Like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I respect you. Um, I like the lady that goes like this. I like her like, too. I like, don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. I'll say a statement, but then I also want to make you know that I don't, I'm not sure in myself where I'm like, yeah, uh, I think that's what that person meant. And then I'm like, but I could be wrong. Yeah. So, so I used to use this one for that, the smiley face with the hands coming out, but people I found out were interpreting that as I want to hug you. <laughs> So I was like <laughs> trying to be like, I don't know, but it was coming off like, get over here, big guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's actually really fun to go in front of. And then there's an emoji that looks like Joe, the one with the glasses and the, little, <gasps> the teeth in the front. Oh, see, I have that one. I use that one for like when I'm feeling mischievous, I think, if I'm, you know, like a silly joke or something. I kind yeah. of use it for myself. <laughs> 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 Me and Joe are the same emoji. Yeah, but there's so many of the face ones that I'm like, I don't really know what this one means. I like this guy, too. Like, hmm. Yeah, pondering. about that one. I like that guy. But some of them, I'm like, what does this mean? Yeah, the the face ones are, it, there's too many. There's way too many emotions being represented here. Absolutely. Like the, the one with the monocle. It's like, let's, we don't need that one. The eye one, that one can be, they said, like, eye rolling. Or if somebody posts, like, a hot photo to be like this. Ooh. Oh, oh yeah. okay. But, yeah, the all of these, a lot of them are, like, 
within your own interpretation within your friend culture group. Yes, that's yeah. true. We all have microcultures. <laughs> we do. And our microculture is Lady Journey. It's Lady Journey. Guys, um, if you send us like some text stuff that not or like weird text shit or stuff that you think is bad on texting or also I'll be intrigued if you um, give us any more meaning on emojis because there's yes. so many emojis um, to let me know what are the rude ones it would be a really good one yes do lady journey lady journey and don't forget to follow us yes. on youtube our youtube page is soaring so please give us a subscription on youtube give us a like and um, please give us a review on itunes just a little five stars and, yes. and write lady journey we love you we're hot for you <laughs> right do some emojis yeah send Why us not? some emojis in the um yeah the comments Bye lady guys, journey lady journey <laughs>